Good morning, Morningside Presbyterian Church. I bring you greetings from Transformation Covenant Church of Stockbridge, Georgia, where Dr. Francis Githier is our senior pastor, and I serve as the associate pastor of Christian Discipleship. I'm also this morning pleased to be here representing Clifton Sanctuary Ministries, and our fearless leader is here with us also this morning, our dear, dear friend, Leslie Prince. It is a joy to be in the house of God this morning, and it's a greater joy to have so many faces here on this Sunday morning. The last two years have been trying. The last two years have been draining as we've struggled to get through COVID. As I was telling Al as we were sitting in the guest room, the part that we miss most about church during COVID it's the call and the response. As a minister, I've been doing this for a while. And it's just being able to speak to God's people and you can see the reaction on their faces. You can hear the words of appreciation of hearing from heaven by a man down here and how it touches and moves God's people. We miss that. I miss that. It is so good to be back in God's house. And today's occasion is an especially great reason to be in God's house as we celebrate service. Our relationship with God is based on service. And it's not just serving him. It's not just serving the son. It's about serving each other. We are in this thing together. And if the last two years did not teach you anything, you were not paying attention. We are in this together. We are here this morning together. And again, my sisters and brothers, I am glad to be here with you, and it is good to see you. Our scripture lesson this morning came out of the book of Isaiah. Isaiah the prophet. This is an extraordinary story of a man who had a vision, a man who had a vision and a direct conversation with God. God speaking from on high. He didn't send an angel. He didn't set a bush on fire. He spoke from where he was in a vision to a man, one of his creations, one of his creatures. And after he witnessed what was going on where God was in heaven and how the seraphims was praising God, God had a simple question. A simple question. Now, we don't know the background of what was going on either in heaven or what really was going on down on the earth that made God so concerned that he had to ask. He had to ask the seraphims and the hosts of heaven, who shall we send? Who shall we send? And only one man. Not a seraphim, not an elder, not an angel, one man raised his hand and said, here I am, Lord, send me. Now, I'm not going to put anyone on the spot this morning and ask you to raise your hand and to say, Lord, here I am, send me. See, because I'm fully persuaded that there was a day and a time in your life where you've already raised your hand. You've already said, here I am, Lord, send me. Well, a good question is, greater what makes you so confident? 
If you had not, you wouldn't be here this morning. You see, there's approximately 75 of us here this morning, but there's another 14.7 million out there in Metro Atlanta that is somewhere else. They're not in the house of the Lord this morning. You're here. You're here because at some point you raised your hand and said, Lord, here I am, said me. The whole idea of service is about volunteering. Now, I know a thing or two about volunteering. I know a thing or two about service. Ten years in the United States Marine Corps will teach you a lot about both. <laughs> I also learned how to be careful in what I volunteer for. <laughs> okay. The Marine Corps taught me that as well. But because you volunteered to be here this morning, because there are so many other places that you could have been, is an indication that you are a servant and you are ready to service. The Apostle Paul tells us that we must present ourselves holy and acceptable to God. Now Isaiah, some hundreds of years before Paul, understood the magic and the benefit of presenting yourself. When the Lord asked the question, he raised his hand. He said, here am I, Lord. I am presenting myself to you. I am making myself available to you. That's all presenting means. You're making yourself available to God. There's a lot of work. There's a lot of work that this world needs to have done in the name of God. There's a lot of work that God wants you to do on his behalf. Now, I understand as well as any Christian believer that any and everything is possible for God. He could snap his finger and he could do it all for himself. But that is not how the relationship between creator and created works. That is not how it works. No. There are things. There are purposes. There are reasons why God put us here and why he is up there and we are down here. It's the availability, making yourself, being available to God. You see, I was born a poor country boy in farm country, West Alabama. My mother struggled after our father passed to raise four boys. We all were fairly intelligent, smart guys in school. My younger brother was already in college. I wanted to go. And a younger brother that was smarter than I behind me was also ready to go to college. That woman was able through God's help. She made herself available. She managed to get the four of us out of our home, through high school and into college. But we were on a four out of 13 children. She made herself available to God. But the real, the real appreciation, the real appreciation of being available is that when my mother was sick, before my father passed and she could not go to church, guess who she was sending to church? Me. And when I came back, my father had built a little bookcase for her. And she'd make me stand behind that bookcase as I stand behind this lectern this morning, and I would have to repeat the preacher's sermon to her. <laughs> now, here, here's the rub, ladies and gentlemen. Here's the rub. I'm talking about a six-year-old, seven-year-old, okay? <laughs> And in, in farm country, West Alabama, like in farm country, Georgia, Pennsylvania, and across this country, 
Every church did not have service every Sunday. You see, our home church of John the Baptist had service on first and third Sunday, and our neighbor church, Mount Olive, had service on second and fourth Sunday. And when there was a fifth Sunday, the two of them would come together. Now, here's that rub that I was telling you about. The pastor was the same pastor in both churches. And my mother knew his sermons well enough that she could stop me in mid-sentence. So no, Reverend Strata didn't say that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, see what up, Reverend Strata didn't say that. So gather yourself. And sometimes she would make me start over. And then again, she would give me a clue. Said, pick up from where you left off. That's service. When you can't go, you send someone. I spent time in New Orleans after Hurricane Katrina. And I had three work crews in my own construction company. I had a group of individuals that were not citizens in this country. I put them to work. And I want to tell you something, sisters and brothers. I saw something in those group of men that I didn't see in the people that had been devastated by the storm. I had a young man named Noel who worked for me. He got sick and couldn't send the work, come to work. The next morning, he sent his cousin. He sent his cousin to work in his place. That service, that is availability. When you can't go send somebody. Isaiah understood that. My mother understood that. Noel understood that. And I pray that before we leave here this morning, you will understand that. That service is about being available. And when you can't go, you have enough resources. You know enough people that you can ask someone, fill in for me. Fill in for me. You see, my, my senior pastor called me last night. He said, Grady, I forgot. I put you on the program today. But you told me that you were going to be over at Morningside this morning. I'll make the change. I said, why don't you ask Brother Greenwood to fill in for me? He said, I can do that. That's all it is, folks. Some things we can do when we're called to do it. Some things we're just not available at that moment to do. But here's one that I know as the parents I'm looking on face with beautiful children sitting next to them that you have done. You support the church, you support other organizations, you support your community, you support your children's school activities. We do these things. And here's the other part. Why don't we do that for God? Why don't we make ourselves available to support him? And what he has already told us, he would like for us to do down here. You see, we change our schedules. We postpone things. I'm not going to tennis practice today. I'm not going to go to the Falcons game. Because there's something else that I want to do. If you can rearrange your schedule, if you can postpone an event that you've even paid to participate in because there is something else that comes up that is more important to you. What is more important than serving God? What is more important than being available to serve God? I'm waiting for an answer. I'm waiting. And you don't have to speak from heaven, Lord. I know what you have to say. Anyone down here, tell me why, if we can change our schedules, 
if we can ask someone to fill in for us. Why can't we do that for God? Why can't we do that for one another? As I said earlier, this world has a need. Leadership in this world is dead and dying around the world. Our nation is hungry for leadership. This state is hungry for leadership. This county is hungry for leadership. This city, this church is hungry for leadership. And that is not saying that you don't have a leader. That is not what I'm saying. I'm saying that there is an effort and work that God would have you to do and that you are suited to do that you can lead others and get it done. That is what I'm saying to you. You know you have the ability. You know you have the desire. Don't suppress it, my sisters and brothers. Make yourself available. Make yourself available to God. You see, here's the magic if you want to mix magic with God, because God is magic. You can't explain how he did it. There is no trick up his sleeve. He just does it. There's no sleight of hand. But here's the magic. You see, when availability, when availability and possibility meet, God works. Everything becomes possible. Everything becomes possible when you say you're available. Everything. What is it that you want God to do for you? What is it that you want Jesus the Son to do for you? What is it that you want the Spirit to say to you? If the question was asked this morning, and again, I'm not going to put you on the spot, and God was to speak in a vision to this church one time, and everyone saw the same vision and heard the same question, who shall we send for us? Who? And if we all had our eyes closed and we couldn't see whether our neighbor responded or not, and if you raised your hands or not, if the question was asked and we shared the vision, we raised our hands, would every hand go up? I don't know. Would I like to see every hand go up? Of course I would. I believe that you would like to see every hand go up. I believe that you would like to see everyone in here make themselves available to God. As I said earlier, there's approximately 75 of us here this morning. Think of what we could do. That great saint, Mother Teresa said, it all starts with one person. One person gets one deed done. One deed makes one difference. One difference changes one world. That's service. That's availability. And this is service day. This is service day. And you deserve a hand clap of praise for being here for service day. Take a minute. Give yourselves a hand clap of praise. Come on. And as a father of three and a grandfather of five, it is truly refreshing to see the children that are here 
in their interaction down here. I love the children. I have some glorious grandchildren. And if you want to argue about the goodness of God and service to God, let me tell you something that happened the last 22 days. On May 7th, my oldest granddaughter graduated magna cum laude from Howard University in Washington, D.C. And just day before yesterday, and just day before yesterday, Friday, my lovely little six-year-old granddaughter graduated from DeKalb Education and School of Arts from kindergarten, and she's in big girl school now. And you can't tell her that she's not it. That's the goodness of God. That's service. He promised that you can see your generations three to four out. Here I am looking at two, being blessed in less than 30 days. You mean? That's service. When you make yourself available and you do what you said you would do, God will do what he said he would do. God will do what he said he would do. And again, before I close, I, I could not sit down without sharing this with you. It's not easy to say, here I am, Lord, send me. Like I said, I've been doing this for a while. My mother started me at six. I didn't know that I would end up here at 66, but here I am 60 years later. I didn't know. She didn't know. But God did. But, but here's the part that I want you to understand. And I don't want you to feel guilty. That is not what I am here for this morning. I want you to be thankful. I want you to be available because our God is a God of justice. He only punishes you for what you do and not anyone else. But when you do not respond when he calls, when he asks, whom will I send? You're putting yourself in a situation where he has chosen you. He didn't, they didn't name anyone else in that whole piece of scripture except King Uzziah, who was dead, and I promise you did not see the vision, and Isaiah, who was the target, because that's who God wanted to reveal himself to. If God calls you, whether it's in a vision, a dream, or a message from someone else that has been richly endowed by God, be ready to respond. Because God has a tendency of painting you into a corner. When he wants you, I mean you, to do something, and you don't respond, he will paint you in a corner where you have no choice but to turn to him and say, here I am, Lord, I'll go. You don't want to find yourself there, folks. You don't want to do it. I-285 is 72 miles from one end to the other one if you make the whole circle. I'm out cruising one morning, bright sunny day, sunny day like today, and I'm driving into my car and I'm thinking to myself about a situation I found myself in with another member of the church. And I literally spoke out loud the following words. Why me, Lord? Why me, Lord? I said it out loud. And guess what? God answered back out loud. I heard a voice in that car, and it is just as clear as I am speaking to you. It said I could not think of a better person. Can you imagine that? You're in your car alone. 
you're driving around 285 and you should be paying attention. But I'm thinking about a relationship with a church member and I'm a leader in the church. And I ask the question out loud, why me, Lord? That voice said, I could not think of a better person. It scared me so that at 285 and La Vista Road, I pulled over and parked under the overpass. Now I'm driving a BMW, not boasting, but that's what I was driving. And it had uh, Bluetooth, as they call it now, where your telephone can speak through the speakers in the car. Well, I wasn't on the phone. I pulled over and I literally stopped and searched my car to see if there was someone else in there other than me. And there was no one else there. The phone wasn't even on. The Bluetooth wasn't even on on the car. So I knew who had responded when I asked that question. That was my question to him and his answer to me. And sisters and brothers, as I leave you this morning, I want you to understand that if there's a bit of service that God has called you to perform, he has called you for the simple reason that he could not think of a better person. He could not think of a better person. He wants you. He wants you. He wants you. He wants you. Because he could not think of a better person. Make yourself available. Be available to God. The rewards are tremendous. And I'm speaking from personal experience. I appreciate you. I thank you. I thank you, Pastor Alman, for allowing me to have this opportunity to speak the word of God to the people of God. Our God is exalted. Amen and thank you.